Hey, this is Joe Namath, and uh, they say it ain't easy being green. Are you ready? The New York Jets can beat anybody in the world, and I think we're going to win next Sunday. The New York Jets. I think Jet fans. Jet fans. Jet fans. Bird, very passionate. Bird, Bird. Thank you, all you fans. They got their guy. Darnold falling to the Jets. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. That's such an upside. I think Jet fans. Very passionate. Brady sucks. Dolphins sucks. Come on, a number leader. everybody and welcome to the latest edition of the Ain't Easy Being Green podcast broadcasting to you live from beautiful amazing picturesque Crystal Lake Studios in Putnam Valley New York my name is Keith Farrell I am joined as always by my colleague and co-host the number one jet fan in the state of Texas none other than Michael Lagaris everyone what's up everybody we also have on the line the boys from the Weapons Hot Podcast. Um, our buddies here in the Jet Podcasting game, CJ the Painkiller. We got Kevin Jackson on the line. Say what's up, boys. Hey. What's going on? All right, everybody. Sam Darnold heading into year three, which we all know is a make or break year for many QBs. Guys, I want to throw this at you before we break down Sam and talk about the last couple years and everything Sam related real quick. If you look at Sam's stats, I'm going to throw something at you that's going to blow your mind about why these stats are a little misleading. So you look at his stats, 36 touchdowns for Sam, 28 interceptions in 26 career games, as we know. Sam toss 14 of those 28 in in just four games over the past two years. He had two different games where he threw four interceptions, two different games where he threw three interceptions. And that means the other 22 games, he's had 33 TDs and 14 interceptions in 22 games, which is pretty good. So I'm not saying, you know, stats you could do anything with, but Sam has had such clunkers and horrific, horrific games two or three times a year, which makes the stat line, it kind of is a little misleading. I think Sam, at least to me, is a little bit better than his stats show. The line hasn't helped. Coaching hasn't helped. Not a lot of weapons. Still slightly above average stats. CJ, what do you think? Sam's first two years, we know how they went. Do you think next year, going into year three, we're going to see that improvement that we've been looking for for Sam? Or just see that reduction of mistakes and he continues to put up the same level of TDs, which will put him in a much higher level of QB? I think that you're going to see a little bit of both. Personally, you know, with an improved offensive line, you know, Sam Darnold and this New York Jets offense should be able to perform as expected. Now, let's also put things into perspective here, too. Okay, Sam Darnold has had to play behind the 31st ranked and 32nd ranked NFL's worst offensive line out there today. Let's put that in perspective. And for Sam Darnold to have a piss poor offensive line, okay, which basically a couple of rain barrels and a couple of traffic cones would have actually been a better a better offensive line than the shit that we rolled out there, especially last year. You know, we're talking about 11, uh, 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 we had 11 different starting offensive linemen and nine different offensive line combinations that Sam Darnold had to play behind, okay? But people still want to look at Sam Darnold and still say, well, eh, he's not really what is, is, is as advertised. And I definitely call bullshit on that, Keith. I call bullshit on that 110% because he's had to overcome bad coaching. He's had to to overcome a shitty offensive line. Mm -hmm. He's had to overcome the lack of weapons around him. And the reason for him throwing so many interceptions. And look, I know I I could just hear it now. 
There's going to be some asshole going to be out there. You guys are making excuses for Sam Darnold. Are you guys going to stop making excuses for him? No. Look, the New York Jets have been a dumpster fire for the past two fucking years. Okay? We know it. Okay? Everybody who's sitting on this roundtable panel right here, I could guarantee you probably we are somewhere upwards in the ways of almost 120 to 130 years of fandom between all of us. Okay, 80 years alone just between me and Mr. Kevin Jackson, my co-host of the Weapon Top Podcast. All right. So if anybody else, okay, would like to throw their hat in the ring as to they think why Sam Donald is going to be this majestic bust next year, please do. Please do. Please wow us with the ridiculous stats how we're going to hear that Josh Allen is a better quarterback, that Tua Tagovailoa, okay, is a better quarterback. That Jason Stidham is a better quarterback than Sam Darnold. They're not. Jason Stidham is a train wreck who <laughs> Jamal, <laughs> he was single-handedly <laughs> responsible for 14 points, all right, in a game that the Patriots were pitching a shutout. It was so bad that Bill Belichick pulled Tom Brady back off the bench to get in and to finish the game. Okay, so let's not forget about that, Okay. Two attack of Iloa hasn't even taken a snap in the NFL, and all of a sudden he's the he's the uh, the the you know the new NFL golden child. Let's see how you do with a couple of 350 pound uh, 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 defensive linemen chasing your ass, and we'll see if you can pull pull off that bullshit you pulled off in Alabama. All right, and then we'll have a conversation about that. Josh Allen was just a glorified and running back. You guys already know how I feel about that douchebag. Okay, oh, and of course, you know, and, and of course the giant pimple popper. Okay, we've got an AFC East division that is in flux. You have Buffalo Bills fans that are beating their chest, saying, this is our division. We're going we're gonna to run over everybody in this division. But everybody still doesn't understand that the Dolphins are still a dangerous team despite their the rebuild. The Patriots are always a dangerous team regardless of who they have at quarterback. Because they have Bill Belichick as their head coach, and they have a potent defense, so that is always going to make them competitive. And, and let us not forget, ladies and gentlemen, the Sam Darnold-led New York Jets. Okay, the seven and nine New York Jets. That I'm sorry, we finished six and two, and I don't care. Anybody can piss and moan about the fucking schedule at the end of the year. You play who's on your schedule. Okay, the Jets finished six and two last year and finished at seven and nine. And you know what? Their offensive line got better. Their defense is only going to get better at 100% strength. And don't be surprised if Sam Donald throws for 4,000 yards this year. Well, no, but why not? I mean, Ryan Tannehill threw for 4,000 yards in his third season with Adam Gase, right? And he had 28 right. touchdowns and 11 interceptions. So why can't Sam do that? I mean, I look at Sam first two, se- first two years and... Um, I think his first season, there were some ups and downs. I, uh, the situation really wasn't the greatest. Um, but overall, I thought that looking at his year, he got really good at the end of the year. This this last year, he got sick and then had the worst offensive line. And even with Mono and having the worst offensive line, there were only one, two, three, four games where his passer rating was under an 80. Okay, all the rest of the games was above an 80 and he had one, two, three, four, one, two, three, uh, four that were above a hundred. 
113. Dallas, 112, 121 against Washington, 127 against Oakland. Okay. Sam has shown, again, that he can do things that are uncoachable. And um, the thing is, is that this season is really going to be very important for him because the Jets have a decision to make. Um, I definitely think that they're going to end up picking up his fifth-year option. But uh, this is your second year in an offensive system. I understand the coach may not be great, but you know what? If you're a stud, you're going to be a stud, dude. Okay? And I, a lot of people are going to – I've heard, you know, oh, Adam Gase is going to hold him back. Look, if Sam is good, he's going to show it this year. I think that we have put enough around him, an average offensive line, I believe they have. Um, I hear a lot of analysts that say that our receivers are trash like trash trash i i disagree with that completely i think perriman is much better than what people think people can call me an optimist if you want but you know what people thought john brown was a scrub because he didn't do anything and then he was healthy and just did decently well uh on buffalo so let's get a healthy perriman and get him some opportunity and who knows so and then you got denzel mims and then you got herndon back and crowder's one of the better slot receivers in the league so i don't really think the receivers are as bad as the narrative is out there and um and i think that again sam knows how important this this season is it's huge huge for his career huge for the jets huge for all of us and um right now i think that an average sam a sam that was last year this team would win about seven eight games but if sam takes the jump that i think I really believe that he's going to like, and I don't, and I don't want to talk like I'm being optimistic. I'm being honest. Like I think they have an average line, and the major upgrade there was Connor McGovern. I understand Makai Becton is the first round pick, but Makai Becton is going to take some time to, uh, f- you know, get a major value there at the left tackle. Maybe he's a stud right away. We'll see. But McGovern, oh my goodness, Sam has had garbage at center. His entire career and center is so important for communication, for synchronicity, dealing with the line. And now he's got a veteran there that is going to really help him to make sure and call out protections and and, and get that line to where it's really protecting Sam the way he needs it. And that addition, along with Becton, and then you got George Fant, which will probably be playing on the right tackle. Uh, and the two guards, uh, Van Roten and Winters being healthy, hopefully, and Alex Lewis, that this is an average offensive line with decent weapons. Le'Veon Bell, Perrine, you got Gore there as as the veteran presence. And I think that that's going to be enough for Sam to show a leap here in his third year. And I definitely think I'm saying 4,000 yards. I'm saying t- above 25 touchdowns and maybe... 15 something so i'm saying it because why not i mean i mean uh Tannehill did it and he's better than Tannehill. no question what do you yeah, think spotty you think that's possible yeah. next year four thousand? Oh, i don't know it's not even about possible i think that's what happens i mean nice you know, we, we, we've been kind of kicking around numbers and and if you really we, we, we again we, we talk about uh the the progression that he's made 2800 yards as a rookie 3000 yards last season or 3024 yards last season and and, and, and still missed uh, three games, and then really when he came back, wasn't you know even 100 percent or wasn't 100 percent in the first game. Also, not having you know the the the, the benefit of a of an even marginally reasonable offensive line. 
4,000 yards is nothing. Um, the biggest addition, I think, that the, the, not beyond the offensive line, we'll just put it that way, because the offensive line, first and foremost, if that if that gels the way that we expect or that we hope that it will based on the guys that we brought in, um, we, we're going to get those extra few seconds that's going to give Sam the opportunity to, 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 to pick and choose who it is that we have. Um, if you kind of go back and, and just remember what the, what the film looked like with Chris Herndon on the field, man, I'm telling you right now, adding that dynamic back into the offense is going to make everything else kind of pop a little harder. Um, it, it, it's almost it's almost like you know how you you, you throw the centerpiece, the, the big hog out there, you know, with the, with the apple in the mouth, and then everything else just starts to look real good as you pan out around it. You know what I'm saying? That's that's really what it what it kind of what it, it but that's what I see it kind of as right now. Um, I think Mims is going to be good. Um, I think the kid physically has all of it. If he can remain healthy. And, uh, you know, maybe if, if, if uh, you know, the, the, the wide receivers, coaches can get these guys, um, you know, uh, mentally prepared to, to be ready for that. I think um, I, I think he has the physical talent to be able to, to, to make it happen with Sam. Um, the outside guys, I'm, I'm just going to keep it real. Um, I've always thought that uh, Crowder, is a, Crowder, is a, Crowder is a beast, man. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, Jamison Crowder is – um, I, I, I think he's going to be the, the, the one kind of switchblade piece. I think that's even going he's probably going to have a little bit more of an effect on, on the passing game than Le'Veon Bell will have. Um, but I think that's because Chris Herndon is going to be, he's going to command some stuff. And, and as those underneath things start opening up, man, when yards after the catch is going to pop, Denzel Mims, it, it, you know, we're going to need the guys to come over the top. Um, uh, the, the Dotson, you know, some of, some of the fast guys that we got coming in. Um, look, we, we have an opportunity right now if the, the, the field position game works out for us to, to, to kind of really be prolific. I mean, um, a, a, a couple of short passes here and there, one, one, one or two uh, passes set up and, and put you in the red zone if, if uh, you know, if, if your special teams and your defense is doing what they're supposed to do. And then with all of these big guys and what it is that we know that Sam can do in, in, in improvisation, man, I, I really kind of I have a feeling that the – we're going to see some fireworks in, in spots. Like, we're going to see games from Sam Donald next season where you're just going to be like, wow, this is most definitely the guy. Look how he lit it up. He's, he's smart. He made he made the throws. He can make all of them. He, you know, when, when, when coverage does break down, you know, uh, he, he can still, you know, uh, make pinpoint accurate touchdown throws in, in, in the back of the end zone. We've seen it happen already. Um, I, I think with, with, with a little bit more... Uh, by way of comfortability in the pocket because he can expect to have better protection from the offensive line. I think that also helps to contribute to his mindset and his confidence also. So um, 4,000 yards, I don't really think is anything. 30 touchdowns, 30, 32, 33 touchdowns. Um, if, 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 and I mean, I know, I know that, look, just, just, just hear me out. 32, 33 touchdowns in 16 games is not hard to do for a guy that has the arm talent that Sam Donald has behind an offensive line that can give him two and a half, three seconds consistently, and a run game that has to keep folks honest. Yeah, it's Max. So, 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 so Max. this is this is if 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 we see that we're talking about Sam breaking, you know, monkey ass Ryan Fitzpatrick records, and you know I hate to say that name <laughs> because I'm telling you that 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 that, that one season, I I, I, I I think that was the I think that was the worst thing that happened to us really. Spotty, Spotty. A month, a month after he came back from mono. So starting from that Giants game, Sam Darnold was top twelve in yards per attempt, touchdowns, touchdown to interception percentage, quarterback rating, and was PFF's eighth graded passer. Despite 
being pressured at the highest rate at 41.9%. Yeah. Imagine that How guy. Imagine, that? imagine the confidence on that guy after we spanked Buffalo's first game of the season. Imagine ah. the confidence. <laughs> you Facts. Yeah. Josh Allen's going to be running for a skin life, and I can't <laughs> wait. Because when his ass gets pile-drived into the ground, and this is the whole reason why I said, I'm hoping on everything that is holy that Ed Oliver does not get suspended. And this is the reason why. Because when we beat them, when we beat them, not if we beat them, when we beat them, I don't want Bill's Mafia to to say, you guys got lucky, the refs gave you that game, Josh Allen had a hangnail. No, it's you guys got your asses kicked by the new York Jets, baby. I wanted to, I wanted to kind of to, to kick this up because I, I really, um, I wanted to really kind of get you guys' opinion on this just to see if I'm if I'm crazy or not. But um, with with the improvements that we we, we really kind of expecting or, or hoping from the defense coming back in, right? Come on now, guys. It's, let's let's not you know forget that we're getting CJ Mosley back now. You know, let's 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 not forgetting that we're adding. You know, talent in, in the cornerbacks, watch, which is going to, you mm-hmm. know, kind of cut down on some of the lapses that we yep. had on defense and, and, and fewer points. Just just imagine it, the, the impact that something like that can have. And we're talking about maybe scoring, you know, six or seven more points a game, but we're not giving up that many points. You know, top five defense, top five defense, uh, you know, kind of mm-hmm. change, the, yeah. change, change the conversation about our schedule next season. You know, I mean, yeah. really. Yeah, you know what, Spotty? I was my main points. One of my main points about Sam, and you guys all had basically the main points why you think next year you're going to see this improvement. One of my main points, Spotty said earlier, and it might seem like kind of a throwaway thing, but obviously, field position means a lot. And if you know, you look look at on paper at least the squad we had last year and how they all, you could say we maybe overachieved a little bit, right? Greg Williams is a really good defensive coordinator, and we did a great job all year. This year. If C.J. Mosley's healthy, C.J. Mosley's a dog. If we had him out there all year, we saw him play for three quarters. He was like Lawrence Taylor. We never, he was all over. He had a sack. He had an interception. He ran it back for I a know. touchdown. Um, and, uh, and we all, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. This is the longest groin injury of all time. But you think about the punter we just drafted. He's, he's the LeBron James of punting. You know, he has every single punting record, which I know is an overlooked position, but punting defense, Sam could be in much more advantageous positions this year. And also what you guys have already said, if the Jets had – one of the worst or the worst and what the stat Mike said when it comes to the amount of time Sam had to pass if they had the worst offensive line this uh, last year and then this year they're just average that's the same thing as a team having say like the 20th ranked offensive line and then the next year they have the fourth ranked offensive line it's the same thing for us like if we if we move up from the bottom just to the middle and all of a sudden Sam who's had no time just has the regular amount of time that every other quarterback is afforded in the league. Just uh, he hasn't had that his whole career. Just give him that, and all right. of a sudden, and you you can't say when you look at his stats. Like I said, he has 14 interceptions. Those are half his inch for his whole career. Because in those games, we saw that one New England game when he threw four inch last year. They just pressured him and pre- they blitzed him. I think what they blitzed 90 percent of the game. Yeah, and it was you, like and yeah. you know you, you guys remember, and it didn't it didn't work yeah. out well for Sam, right? And also his team couldn't stop him. They couldn't do anything. But right. next year, you have to think if you have McGovern and Fant and Van Rotten and Winters is healthy, and you have Lewis, and you have Mountain Beckton out there. You have all these guys that on paper at least compared to last season, it's not even close. You have to think 
when you add in the weapons, Bell, Mims, Crowder, Herndon, Perryman, even Ryan Griffin in the red zone, who's a beast in the red zone. Um, yeah, we have, even, we have even who knows, Jock Stockton or who knows? Yo, we, we have Dotson, we have Cager, who we drafted, undrafted free agent. We have guys you don't even know. So when you add all those, all this big mix together, I know people will do say just like CJ said, they're going to be like, you guys are, you know, you guys are just riding Sam's or whatever the case may be. I'm just living in reality where all these factors combined, forget about the Hill people and Josh Allen. We're going to go up there week one. And we're gonna shut them down. I'm with CJ. Um, hell I'm yeah. with CJ. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, because I'm... you know what? Uh, I mean, look. If you if you you go back to the past two years, okay, history's had it that what when the Bills come to MetLife Stadium, we end up doing something that they take a W. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Now, it's true. Okay. But when we go to Orchard Park, we take that W, mm. and we find a way to get that W. It's not that it's handed to us. We find a way. Okay? We got Sam. You had Sam. Well, last year's game, unfortunately, it seemed like we were playing the junior varsity builds. And, you know, pretty much Adam Gase with his shit-ass play calling in the, oh, well, it was freezing rain. So we were trying to be conservative and cut down on Sam's turnovers. So, I mean, it's just, uh, don't even get me started on that. But they still took the W. Okay? And then how about the year the, the the year before that? Robbie Anderson makes that miracle fucking catch where like Sam Donald ran like 20 yards and he had like three quarters of the fucking Bills defense chasing him and they still couldn't catch him. And he still managed to freaking throw a laser to Robbie Anderson in the back of the end zone. Okay? Yeah. And that snatches a, that snatches a game, you know, uh, uh, snatches a victory from the jaws of defeat. So look, you know, PFF want want to bring up their grades, you know. ESPN want to bring out every fucking analyst, which they're 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 all full of jet haters, <laughs> you know. Sports Illustrated and Peter King. Peter King wants to pull his pants down and take it on the Jets. That's fine, okay. When we go and we smack a couple of teams in the mouth, okay. And, and, and I mean, look, dude. When you look at the New York Jets schedule this year, okay. And I'm actually going to if you you go and you take a look past Buffalo, okay? Aside from Kansas City, aside from San Francisco, aside from Arizona, which I, I think that that's going to be a tough game, but I don't entirely respect them either because I still think Cliff Kingsbury hasn't done shit in this league. So it, the only way he's going to get my respect is being earning it, okay? The, the Broncos, yes, they've made a lot of moves, but you still got Drew Locke, a quarterback who's a relative unknown, okay? And their offensive line is not the greatest, I'm sorry to say. So, tell me, besides the 49ers and the Chiefs, and maybe the Seahawks, which we have to play closer to the end of the season, who is it that makes you scared? Who? And I'm not saying it's wrong if you just look at the stats. You heard a lot of people say they have one of the hardest schedules in the league, and the Jets might not win five or six games. And then I'm like, because I always keep it real. Every time I predict the Jets, I've predicted doom and gloom for my whole life. But when I looked at this year and our team, I'm like, damn, people really, it seems to me at least, they have us and Sam a little lower is expectation-wise, at least than we're, at least than what we think. You know, at least what you think, what I think. You should just come out and say it. They're sleeping on us. Because they're right. just going by, you know, historically how it is. Yep. I guess that things have worked out. But look, man, this is Sam Darnold, man. Really, this, I, I think this is the culmination of what it is that we've been talking about. Again, it's a matter of seconds. If Sam gets them seconds, 
all the narrative on that changes. I, I, I do think that we need to pay attention to Buffalo Real Talk, but uh, I'm going to keep it real, man. I, I just got this sneaky-ass itch that Miami is going to end up, yeah, I think Miami's going to end up making some noise, man. I, I think they added a lot of talent. You know, we have time to kind of go through some of these things. And I'm not even going to kick out none of the names because I don't want to speak them into existence as being good. But, they, <laughs> you know, they, they, they drafted a lot of guys, man. They drafted a lot of talent. There's a lot of different um, playmakers and, and a lot of different skill sets that they added uh, to, to, a, to a situation with a, with a guy, you know, who, and, and, and Flores, who I really kind of like. I think, he's, I, I think he, he's in a situation right now where he's really trying to build. And if he gets the right pieces, I think, you know, Miami might, they might I'm not saying they'd play off bound and going to be a great-ass team, but, you know, we got to play them them twice a year. And that, that, that could end up being a little bit of an ugly situation for us, especially if we're, if we're looking to, 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 to need to, you know, have, you know, those wins uh, to, to sit atop the, the, the league at the end of the season when, when we're talking about playoffs. So um, it, it, I, I still... You know, I, I'm I, I don't want to, I'm not giving no props to the Patriots right now. I know they're the champions and all of that. I, I just I want them to lose so bad. I just can't even consider myself thinking that uh, you know they're going to be good next season. I just want them to. Yeah, but you know what? Look at Justin disappear. We're, we're gonna we're gonna have a good season if and, and and again this is again this is if we, we we keep saying the same shit. But you know if the offensive line holds up, man, I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't care what the schedule says. I think we're gonna be good enough to win all of those games. To be honest with you, I I, I think we we have enough okay. talent to be able to make enough plays on both sides of the ball to be able to win some of those games. Right. Period. You know, and when we win these games. When we win these games, Sam Darnold is going to have to do it with his arms. He's going to have to do it with his legs. And you know what? And then every week, somebody else is going to have to step up and be a hero, whether it be Lawrence Cager, whether it be Denzel Mims, whether it be Jericho Cotri, whether it be Ryan Griffin, whether so it be you Chris think Herndon. It, you think Cager is going to make the team, don't you? Huh? Listen, You're bullish on I can him. Tell you, I listen, I'll tell you something right now. <laughs> it, would, it would not shock me if it, it would not shock me if Cager made the team. Because go and take a look at the tape on that kid. Okay. That kid's ridiculous. Okay, that kid is me. absolutely ridiculous. Okay? <laughs> I mean, you got Mims on one side. You got Cager on the other. You got oh. Crowder in the middle. And then you we split the backfield between, uh, between fucking Bell and Pirine or Bell and Gore or, 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 or Gore and Pirine. Okay? Five wide receivers, like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, right? But that's my question that I have for you guys is, when it comes to Sam, what about the gaze factor? Yeah. <laughs> what about that? Do you guys see any hindrance on Sam's growth, development, uh, moving forward as a quarterback with the current head coach we have? Because when we hired him, I wasn't the biggest fan. It seems like Gase, you know, he, he talk about self-preservation. That's somebody that, you know, he's, he's looking out for Adam Gase more than anything. So Sam, Sam could have a couple bad games halfway through the season. Adam Gase is crazy enough. Joe Flacco might play. That's Adam Gase. I'm just, I'm no, just no, saying. No, 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 no. no I'm, just, let me right, tell I'm you, just saying. Let me tell you something. Adam Gase there's is two not things, there. There's, there's two things that Sam Donald will overcome. Adam Gase and his bonehead coaching. And we saw it last year, Keith. Nice. Two words. Magical sloppiness. All right? Because this kid has the fundamentals and the footwork and the, the the knowledge to be able to make plays when all things go to shit and to pull a pass out of his ass to get a first down or to get a touchdown that nobody sees coming. You can't write this shit up. This kid knows how to play. And the problem is, is that 
everybody wants to spit on this kid and they want to say he's not good enough or Gase is holding him back or the offense is not suited to him. And so, dude, he had Jeremy Banana Hammock Bates calling in plays, okay? And Sam Donald was pulling touchdowns out of his ass. All right. On this team right now, we got three, not one, not two, three former offensive coordinators on this team. Adam Gase, Darrell Loggins, Jim Bob Cooter. So you mean to tell me that between those three functional fucking brain cells, okay, that are between all of them, okay, that they can't come up with a competent game plan to utilize the talent, utilize the talents of what makes Sam Donald work the best? CJ, if you know if you take away his drops, if the takeaway drops, throwaways, hit when he's thrown, batted passes, all the spikes and stuff like that, when you take all that away and you take away the, the pressure, so he's when he's not under pressure and all that, his completion percentage was 81.7%, the sixth best Boom. out of all quarterbacks in the NFL Thank you, last Mike. year. To if your I point. If I had an applause button, I'd give it to you. But, but here you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you, baby. And you know what, guys? Next year, the I think Spotty said this before. Dolphins might be better team than we think because they actually drafted pretty well. I don't really. And, think, it, I don't no, know. I'm not saying I'm not saying they're gonna be great. I just think they might be better yeah. than we think. Because I think a lot of people I, think I, they're gonna be. I think people think they're gonna be trash. But I don't. I, don't, I, think they I, don't, might be okay. I just can't see them being. I can't see them being like worst team in the league. Really. That's what I'm Spotty. saying, Mike. Is people are talking about them like utter trash bag. But I think that Flores, he's actually not a bad coach. Man, don't forget yeah, too, man. Coach. Mike, like my dad. Everyone that comes out of New York, my dad knows him like an encyclopedia. He's from Brooklyn, Brownsville. Brian Flores went to Boston College. He's a good coach, man. I think he's a smart guy. Yeah. He knows what he's doing yeah. down there, and he actually overcame. Look, look what they were supposed to do last year. They still won five games, so I think they have a pretty good coach, and I think they actually improved their roster big time. So I don't think they're going to be great, Mike. Yeah. They might only, they might only win five games again, but I think they're going to be a better team though. Yeah, yeah. I, I got I got two words on Miami. Two. There you go. <laughs> you know two. It all revolves. It all revolves around everybody there. That that I, 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 that kid might be a beast, man. You don't know of that. Plus, I mean, just just be on that. Just just think, just think about the potential in that. But they drafted a lot of guys. I mean, just just they they drafted a lot I mean, of. Did they? You know, I they, mean, they, I liked they, I liked Tua, and then who else? I didn't like their offensive tackle. I thought the cornerback yeah. they took was. I, their the, offensive the, tackle the, is the tackle I didn't like. I like the I like the DBs. I like I like the I like the mid round. Uh, what's, what's, what's old boy's name? I gotta pull the list back up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, no, they, I, they grabbed uh they grabbed that cornerback or uh, the dude from Auburn whose name I can't even pronounce. But Austin yeah, Jackson. Yeah, they, they picked up guys. I'm, I'm not saying they picked up. Mike, they had so though. many they, picks. They picked up guys. You know, yeah. look, you, you, you know how we've been talking about how our depth has been so horrible over the course of these past, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they picked up a lot of depth pieces. The, yeah. and, and then again, with yeah. my, my point, I think my point is more that I, I don't necessarily know if they picked up a lot of superstars, but they picked up a lot of guys that I could say are still going to be on the roster two or three years from now if they are good contributing. I think they picked up a lot of guys. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not saying they, they picked up, you know, uh, superstars, but I, I think if you're building a team, you, they picked up, I, I mean, just imagine the, the sheer volume of the picks that they made. Yeah. Man, they did, I, 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 I think they added some talent. You know, that, that improved. No, you're, that improved you're, you're right. I, I'm, just, I'm just at the point now, and, and again, the Jets do this to me, and this is my fault. I do this to myself, you know what I'm saying? But I'm at the point now, like I said, like, I, I, I've gone through Dan Marino. I've gone through Jim Kelly. I've gone through Peyton Manning. I've gone through Tom Brady. I've gone through all these freaking quarterbacks. But I was and gonna say. I feel like I, this is now my time. 
Okay, I, I'm gonna talk right. selfishly now. It's my time, yeah. okay? Yeah. And fuck, excuse my language. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Screw the damn Dolphins. Screw the Patriots, the Hill people. This is our time now, okay? Now you're going to witness Sam Darnold and the Jets are coming. And, and you know what? I set myself up like this to God get shot you. in the face. Every time I, I, I believe, like Sanchez, like I believed, and Keith's like, nah, son, it's not Sanchez. I'm like, no, son, oh, you're taking a Tom Sand, son. Oh, uh, I know. Crush my soul. He wasn't the one. Yeah, but Mike, the Dolphins added, I just looked it up. They added, they had 11 draft picks last year. They added three offensive linemen in the first three rounds. So if just two of them work out along with their free agent signings, they might be okay. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm totally, like Mike said, he kind of, we always, we can't get away from a legend. Like when I was little, Marino, Marino, like Marino ruined. I was at Aaron Glenn got played. I was with my dad at Spike Game. With, with, right next to my dad. I was like, Dad, what happened? He was like, he, my dad was like, son, that's Dan Marino. And I was like, what? I was, and then and we had Jim Kelly destroy us. And like you said, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. It's like, dude, we, I don't need the handoff now to go to Tua. Let us, let us take the baton. Let me get 15 years of Sam putting up 4,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. I just feel like we all just deserve that at this point, yeah, man. Right, we do. But here's the thing, though. All right, and the thing is, is that look, I'm not trying to be a hater on uh, on Tua or anything like that. But you know, this kid's coming off of multiple major surgeries where this kid's career, you know, quite possibly his life was in jeopardy. All right, so for him to come back and for that for the, for the Dolphins to take a chance on him, and yeah, I'm gonna say take a chance on him. The only way that we're gonna know if if two is the real deal, if he could if he can prove that he could take the pounding and he gets he's gonna have up. to take a because if he gets yeah. hit like if he gets hit like Renfro last year, <laughs> no, damn, if he gets, don't sleep, he don't gets sleep on, don't sleep on Blasson Austin, don't sleep on him. So if he no, gets that, hit on that, you know that, if he gets he hit like freaking Ma Garrett did or like Miles Garrett basically snapped Trevor <laughs> oh, Simeon in half oh, on freaking Monday Night Football. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, that, so, that's so, a great look. point, though, CJ. That's a great point, though, because the, the injury concern is real. You know, and, and, and again, I, I just heard you say bless Austin. That that was kind of the concern I we were having with him, and he came out and he played, you know, he played spectacular. So, Absolutely. Um, look, all, all of this stuff is hypothetical right now. I'm just saying. If, 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 the, if the hype follows... You know the the possibility is we, we could we could definitely have some some issues from them within the next three years. Um, what what happens in New England I think is going to be big too because I mean just think about this if, if New England really falls off now how much longer do we see Bill Belichick in, in New England you know what I mean I mean just 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 abstractly just kind of pushing that lead out a little further if you really think about it if if they no, if he they could probably step him, away yeah he could you know probably what I'm step saying? away like, and if, turn if, if turn the tears really good. If they can't find a replacement, if they can't get a guy to come in and, and, and replicate that same type of, you know, kind of success, you know, does Bill Belichick say, look, man, I got a, I got a house full of rings and I'm out. You know, how, how does that play out? You know, yeah, why not? That, 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 that could also be something that we see coming up within these next few years also. So, I mean, look, we're, we're in a good spot right now. I, I think, uh, if, if, depending upon how our coaching situation shakes out, and look, this is, this is one of them things where I say either way. Depending upon how our coaching situation works out, if Adam Gates does turn the corner and, and, and does have something click and see something um, in, in, in Le'Veon Bell and, 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 and what it is that he has in Frank Gore and, 
and and sees you know maybe a little bit more of a of an opportunity in Sam and decides to stop being an asshole and, and doing what it is that we need him to do to be consistent. Um, and, and and maybe we can win some games. Or if uh, if we fire him and, and we bring in somebody new, we still Eric we, the we, enemy. We still, yeah, well, look, I, I like the enemy. I think there's going to be a lot of baggage with him, I, and I don't know if if the uh, Johnson is going to be involved in that. I kind of got a feeling Woody's going to be home soon. I, we're in a we're in a uniquely uh, kind of a weird position because the, the AFC East is exactly so wide open. I mean, we've already had shows where, where we discussed this, right? So, I mean, it, it's wide open right now. But we've we've got some some things that are happening right now that really bode well for us. You know what I'm saying? They really give us an opportunity to 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 kind of take control. And if the guy that we put in 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 in, in charge of pulling all the levers right now um, can can push the right buttons, man, just think about where. I mean, just we we've got young guys. We've got a young quarterback. We, we we've got we've got you know uh, if, if if we can work out the money with Jamal Adams. We've got a cornerstone piece on on one of the best defense in the league for for how many years to, to, to come? And I mean, we we, can, we really can make some noise. We we just have to. I don't know, man. We have to break the curse. Whatever bad juju we got from screwing over Geno Smith after you know we after Rex Ryan, uh, you know, got got Sanchez hurt. Whatever bad juju jumped on us after that shit happened, uh, we need, we need uh. to get rid of that. It's time to slay the dragon, baby. And look, if there's a way, if, if there's if if there's any chance that we're gonna prove once and for all that the New York Jets are a legit football team, and people are gonna have to start taking it seriously, then you have to take a look at this schedule. You have to embrace this schedule, and you. I'm sorry, you have to upset a couple of teams. Okay, like I know people are looking at the Seahawks and saying, "Oh yeah, that's all. That, uh, that's a that's a, no." You go to Seattle and you win that game. You you find a way you find a way to win that game. We weren't supposed to beat the Cowboys last year. And we we beat the Cowboys. We weren't supposed to beat the Raiders. We were supposed to get stomped. They were a playoff team, and we freaking stomped them. Right. Okay, so look, upsets are not out of the realm of possibility. And as far as San Francisco and as far as Kansas City, look, no no disrespect. Okay, I know that they're both coming off of Super Bowl Super Bowl appearances, but San Francisco. Coming into MetLife, West Coast trip, okay? Yeah, uh, I mean, look, nobody likes that D-line, but here's the thing. All it takes is one play to turn that shit upside down, Mike. True. All it takes is one play, and that's the thing. So you lose those games, but you lose them close. You lose them 24-21. Yeah. You know, when you really and you 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 really take it to them, and you really test that defense, and the Jets' offense is really clicking on all cylinders, like we hope that it's going to be at the at, at the beginning Ma- of the year. Makai Beckton, yeah. Joey Bosa. Makai Beckton versus Joey Bosa. Yep, I don't Ooh, know if Beckton. Makai Beckton is throwing freaking Joey Bosa into Joey, the third round. Joey's, so. Joey's a freaking Mike. Oh you know what? Let me tell you something. That Joey, might be Joey's true, animal, but Makai Beckton is. Mike, he's he's a giant human. So and by the he's time the size of so, Jupiter, yeah. So this is someone that it, like we already know, man. Here in the run game, he's already destroys people. If he just right. gets down the technique when it comes to the pass protection, forget about it. And also, someone that's that big, just because of how big he is. Like when I remember when Shaq came in the NBA, people were like, forget about it, if he's gonna be good. He's just so big. He's gonna be like a superstar. His his, his personality and also on the field, I think he's gonna be great. I, I really I, do. I, 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 that, that's my expectation, to be honest with you. 
So, yeah. so this is to, to, to this point also now. Now, you know, we, we have a foundational piece on the offensive line that, that, that puts us in an even better position to, to, to kind of look forward to some excitement. Um, what, what, uh, we're going to play field position football, uh, solid defense, and then, uh, you know, question mark offense as of right now. So that, I, what, what, is, that, is, that, is that the expectation really? Is that, is that more in line I mean, with what it is that we think we're at right now? Yeah, I mean, when it, when it comes to – if you look last year at the defense and then you look at this year, I think the defense talent-wise across – if you just look at the different units, to me at least, has upgraded. So I think Greg Williams is going to be able to at least be at the same level as last year where we, surprisingly enough, had a top-10 defense. Offense, though? And we, we all talked about it before, man. There's all these improvements. Offensive line's better. Looks like we have weapons on paper. This is the thing, though. How many times over the last decade – have we said, except for maybe that one season when Fitzpatrick threw 30 touchdowns, have we said to ourselves, well, you know what? We've improved. We have this guy. We have that guy. Then we go out, end of the year, we have the 27th ranked offense. It seems like yeah. it happens every year, right? And I don't got to yeah. tell you guys. You guys know what I'm talking about. So it's like we need to see it as as much as we I, – I, I mean, I've seen so many games. I've seen That's, Sam do it. I've seen it. him do it. I saw him do it, it versus the Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? We need to that's see it. it 16 games. And I think you can do it. And it drives me crazy seeing – I know – and I hate bringing this up because Mike might lose it right now. But when there's so many people predicting the Bills, not not to win the division, that's fine. I get it because there's the Patriots, Bills. No one's talking about the Jets. I get it, whatever. But they're talking about Bills. Maybe they win the AFC Championship. I'm like, what are we? Is Yo. that team like? I, I, it drives Mike wait a crazy. Second, wait a second. I, I can't. Wait. Wait a second. Okay. So all of these so-called prognosticators are going to predict. The Buffalo Bills winning the AFC Championship game because Josh Allen threw a fucking lateral to a to a fucking referee during a fucking playoff game. Mike, I always bring that up. He lateral to a ref in crunch time, and Mike knows he had seven incompletions before that in a row. So I'm like, this dude in crunch time folded up last year, and I'm not saying that's your whole career, but I did watch Mark Sanchez always be a mediocre quarterback. Then in the playoffs, for some reason, stepped up. And some players have that. Some players don't. Josh Allen folded. Completely, absolutely folded. So I know I know. Like a cheap tent. They talk like the Bills are going to be in the next, in the Super Bowl, and that Josh Allen's an MVP candidate, and all this garbage. They said the same shit about the Cleveland Browns, and how'd that work out? Don't get me started. Don't get me started on that, because me and Mike will start arguing. Um, (laughs) Don't get me started on that. That's a sore subject. But you guys know... Do you guys know what you get if you line up 32 people in Buffalo in a straight line? You get one full set of teeth. That's what you get. That's what you, you know get. What? Miss you Miss Buffalo, what? Miss Buffalo, Miss Buffalo legitimately, she looks like Tommy Lee Jones. That's what Miss Buffalo looks like. Miss Buffalo looks like Lou Ferrigno. You, you guys, you can't go up there and find a person no. with two, eye, two eyeballs staring in the same direction. Man, you guys, you guys, you guys feel me though, so Buffalo fans? Don't talk about the Bills Mafia because Mike already knows I've had issues. We don't got to get into it. We can talk about it off the air. I just don't that's, like them. I think that's the only city that was not affected by COVID because they don't have a problem with social distancing up there. And, and, you, know, and you know what else, Mike? That, that, that strain of disease has already been in the animal world for 100 years. That's why they haven't been affected. So let's get it next You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, don't get me started, guys. Okay, get me started. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the only thing that's missing right now oh, is a commentary man. from Senor. Could you imagine? Yes, that's funny. All right, everybody, you know, thank you for rolling with us through the Sam show. CJ, if anyone wants to get at Weapons Hot, hear you guys, listen to you guys. 
support you in any way, shape, or form, how can they do that? Well, for starters, you can follow us on Twitter at CNC Jets Factor. You can follow me at JetsFan0523. My partner in crime, Mr. Kevin Jackson, at Spotty yep. Blackman. Ladies, make sure you write that down in your little black books. Like okay, you could also you could also shoot the show an email, weaponshotpodcast at gmail.com. We got a Facebook page. You can check us out on soundcloud.com, on spreaker.com forward slash sports world radio, and very soon on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Awesome, man. Mike, tell them what's up with ABG. Oh, we're hosted on the Elite Sports Radio Network. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spreaker.com. Please follow us on Facebook at AEBG.JetsRadio. On Twitter at AEBG underscore NYJ Podcast. And on Instagram at Jet.AEBG. Awesome. You heard the man on behalf of CJ, Spotty, the biggest Jet fan in the state of Texas, Michael Lagaris. My name is Keith Farrow. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Catch you next week. Peace out. Hey, this is Joe Namus. And uh, they say it ain't easy being green. Are you ready? The New York Jets will beat anybody in the world, and I think we're going to win next Sunday. The New York Jets. I think Jet fans, Jet fans, Jet fans, fans are very passionate. Bird, Bird. Thank you, all you fans. They got their guy. Darnold falling to the Jets. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. That's such an upside. I think Jet fans are very passionate. Brady sucks. Y'all beat us up. Y'all are the number leaders.